Well, hello there, everybody. This is Billy Bob Dumbfuck, and I am representing the About Life podcast that you're about to listen to. You're listening to Ryan Collins and Brian Rose. And uh, they wanted me to tell you, uh, what the fuck was that? What was that email address? Uh, oh, yeah, if you have any questions or concerns or just want to talk some shit to these motherfuckers, go ahead and email them at life.balance at gmail.com. That's L-I-F-E-D-O-T-B-A-L-A-N-C-E at gmail.com. Also, you could go to their uh, website to uh, read some shit and talk some shit at uh, talklifepod.com. That's T-A-L-K-L-I-F-E-P-O-D. Dot com. Fuck you very much and have a nice day. Enjoy the podcast. You're tuning to the About Life Podcast with Joe J. Jackson Jr., Brian Rose II, and Ryan Collins. You want to talk about life? Let's talk about it then. This is life. This is life. Yo, what up? You are tuning to About Life. I'm Ryan. I'm this Brian. Is my man Brian. Brian. Brian Rose. Brian Rose from the concrete. You what up? What up, y'all? What's good, man? Chilling, man. Um, living. What about you? That's good. I'm pretty sure I'm living too. Hold on. Well, you're alive now, so that that's a good thing. Yep. There's a pulse. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. <laughs> a little bit. My heart bleeds for people, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we were just talking about uh, some of the funny videos that that we see coming across the internet when we scrolling in our bored times, our down times, I should say. Yes, sir. Shout out to Busy Bone (laughs) (laughs) and Jam TV. Yo, those shit that shit has me fucking rolling, man. If you guys just take ten minutes out of your day to listen to Busy Bone stories, it a It'll brighten your day because it's funny. <laughs> yes, sir. Jam TV on YouTube. That shit is fucking great. <laughs> Anyways, today we are discussing uh, adulting, pretty Adult much, right? Life. Adult Parenting, life. co-parenting, yeah. what we do, what should be done, what shouldn't be done. Um, yep. And, and uh, me and you have both been through this. Yeah, we have. And... It's something that not a lot of people like to talk about, especially if you're co-parenting and you're dealing with a new partner. Yeah. It's a sore subject sometimes. Oh, it hurts. (laughs) Been there, done it. Yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, how's shit going anyways with the baby mama? Um, Right now, it's as good as it's ever been. Uh, yeah, it's at times before it was terrible, Yeah, uh, but now it's, it's getting pretty good. It's, uh, to the point where we're friends versus right. just co-parenting, you know, and it's a, it's a good thing to have a, that, that friendship. I can dig it. Do you think, uh, do you think, cause your, 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 uh, your ex-wife and my baby mama are friends. Yes. Right. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they're still they're still talking. Yeah. Maybe I'm wondering if that has something to do with it. Um, you know what? One time we got into an argument. This is before we started this new friendship thing. 
we got into an argument, and she mentioned, why can't you be like Ryan and Lisa? I'm like, what? <laughs> why can't you be like Lisa, too? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, I don't remember exactly what I said after that, but it was a heated argument, and then that thrown in, and then it wasn't a good mix. But afterwards, I thought about it. I was like, you know, part of that, what she was saying is right. But I'm going to do my part to make that correct. And which was leave that situation that I was in with that partner that was making my relationship with baby mama toxic. And that's a big thing, man. It's like you in a relationship with somebody else, that person could come and go. But your relationship with your baby mama, it's going to be there forever. That's one person that you're going to have to deal with for the rest of your life. That's a tough one too, because if you like really love somebody, man, and they're just and they're still toxic, even if it's not um, intentional, yeah, that's tough, man, to be like, yo, you got to go because I got to get along with this person. Yeah, and it's it causes unnecessary stress and anxiety, man. It's and it's one one hundred percent unnecessary, and it's part of it could be driven by jealousy of that partner, which is ridiculous fact uh yeah man i kind of went through the same kind of shit i don't think it was as deep as yours i don't think it was as crazy as yours probably because me and uh well lisa and i never really we didn't really fight you know what i mean yeah well i didn't i mean when you were together or after you guys when we were together like we weren't really fighters like there were a couple times where we i remember one incident Refresh my memory. <laughs> uh, weren't the cops called? Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking about. So that was even even that was stupid. <laughs> if you really look at the situation, that was stupid because that we weren't fighting. We were we weren't crazy fighting at that point, which was why it was stupid to me. It was like, get the fuck out. Like we were kind of going back and forth, but we were not like screaming at each other and calling each other names or nothing like that. It wasn't crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't mean I don't want to put the situation on blast or put her on blast. But now that you say that, I do remember. I was like, why? Why were the cops even called? You know, for those who are listening, it's uh, this happened in two thousand. I want to say two thousand eleven. The end of two thousand eleven. The cops were not called because there was abuse or violence or anything like that. So don't go thinking that Ryan is beating people up. Um, yeah. It was just a situation. I think where she didn't know how to get out of the situation because I was telling her get out and like I was very insistent you know how I am um and I think that that was her resort and it didn't really work out for her the way that it the way that she thinks it was going or that the way that she thought it was going to work out you know what I mean yeah and let me rephrase that like none of us actually we are so against women violence you know like we are the spokesperson for don't hit women (laughs) you know what i mean right um but i think that after i remember now thinking about it i think she called the cops because she didn't know what to do just like you said like where am i to go what what am i to do can he really do this you know like that was her thinking right and i think she wanted some kind of backup which is i mean now that i look back at it it's understandable but i still think it was I think it was dumb. 
<laughs> because I mean, that could have gone bad. You know, if I had a yeah. different personality, if it was a different person dealing with the police, like it could have gone real bad yep. over yep. nothing. Yeah. But I mean, you know, we were talking about this earlier. Like she still has, she has friends. I have friends. We have family. Um, and they're like, damn, you guys like really do it. Like you guys, like we, like you and Robin, we're friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we get along. She'll call me if she needs something from, um, about Dominic or whatever. We we kick it. She's come up here a bunch of times, a couple times, not a bunch of times, but a couple times she's come up here. Um, her and my wife bullshit. We eat. We bullshit. It's nothing. And that's how it should be. I mean, especially nowadays, it takes everybody to raise a kid properly with all the distractions and uh all the things that kids can get themselves into nowadays it's it's it takes uh you know a village you know it's a cliche but it's 100 percent true it takes a village and if you're a tribe leader of that village it's your responsibility as a parent to put all that bullshit aside of oh i'm not with that person anymore so f them like no like you kind of are with that person. You you share a human being with that person. It's your responsibility to get along. It's your responsibility to to show your kids that you can still have a friendship with your mother, that you still respect their mother, because that's how they're going to get their, you know, experience on how to treat their girlfriend or their boyfriend when they grow up. Right. And that's another thing. Like, yeah, we were talking about that, too. Like, we don't We've never had a confrontation, a real confrontation in front of Dom. I think we did once or twice when he was a baby. So he, he probably doesn't even fucking remember it. But like, even when we were pissed off at each other and we're like, hey, you know, what the fuck are you doing? You're doing this wrong. And she's like, you're doing this wrong. And it was never in front of him. So like, he doesn't really know that. And I think a lot of people That's are good. missing that because they will, especially, and I'm, I'm going to kind of dig into women here a little bit women from my experience hold grudges against men that they have a kid with who they are no longer with for whatever reason man i was living that for uh how long have me and robin been divorced four years five years i mean it it the grudge was held for a long time and you know it spilled into her telling things that were untrue to different people out of spite, you know, but when feelings are involved, man, I, you know, sometimes women will do that. They will hold grudges because their feelings were hurt and they feel embarrassed about the situation. Right. Absolutely. And that's kind of weird. Like one of my boys is going through, I'm not going to put him on blast or whatever, but you know, like women, uh, his ex or whatever is actually actually he hasn't seen his daughter i don't think for a couple of years what? like hasn't seen her hasn't talked to her and it's the same kind of shit and i think what she's doing is holding his past against him which has nothing to do with their kid you know what i mean like he'd never abused his kids or anything what? like that it was between him and her and yeah. that that shit happens far too often i don't i don't get that i the relationship with your partner is completely different than the relationship with the kid. Like, don't take 50% of that kid's life and DNA away from him because of your situation with the partner. To me, that doesn't make any sense. The only person you're hurting in that situation is the kid. 
Right. Right. And maybe even at the end of the day, everybody. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're hurting. If you're, if you're hurting the dad just because you're fucking pissed off at him, um, the kid's going to get screwed out of a dad. And we all know what happens to kids when their dads aren't around. That's true. A lot true. of them end up in jail on drugs, yep. drunk, whatever. Um, but then you as the mother, you got to deal with that because the dad's not around. So it's now you and whoever you're with, you have to deal with the consequences of that. So your yeah. kid's now in jail or on drugs. You got to deal with it. So you're hurting yourself yeah. also at the end of the day. Yeah. And Potentially. Well, yeah, it's, it is a potential. But why? I don't understand. The thinking should be. This can happen, so let me avoid that. If there's a 20% chance this this will happen to my child, let me try to avoid that. Right. Unless there's abuse. If there's abuse history, all right, I could kind of understand that. As long as it's not abuse toward the kid. Right. But any other situation, there's no need. Absolutely not. And yeah, the abuse, I mean, yeah, if you're abusing your wife or your girlfriend, I mean... It's not far fetched that you might abuse you, you might abuse your kids too. So yeah, I get yeah, that. But yeah, um, that's the only excuse I could think of. The only yeah. kind of rationale I could really think of. But Absolutely. if there was no abuse involved, then there's no reason not to let your child see its father or its mother. Right. No, not cheating, not arguing, none of that shit. I mean, this is all a human condition. Yeah. Cheating has nothing to do with if you love your kid or not. Nothing at all. No. Nah. Shit, sometimes cheating has nothing to do if you love your wife or your, or your husband. <laughs> Man, people do shit for weird reasons. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. Well, I don't know. Um. So, yeah, man, I was talking to baby mama about that shit this morning. I'm like, you're going to you're gonna get a little shine today. <laughs> she's like, like a polish? I'm like, <laughs> no. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> nah. So, yeah, man, like we were talking about that. Like, man, that would be dope to do like a TED Talk. Seriously. And you have people... Um, come in who are going through this kind of shit I'm not not necessarily us but anybody people coming in to hear people who are going through it who have been through it who have made it through it because a lot of people don't really talk about that yeah you hear a, a lot about oh fuck that dude he's a fucking deadbeat and da 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 and a lot of the times he's a deadbeat because you you make him that way yeah like you don't let him come around you don't let him you know you, he's paying you a thousand dollars a month in child support but he gets to see his kids once yeah, you know what I mean, and that's it. That's a part of the problem too. Is if if you know custody, you know custody and the the child support payment coincide, right? So if that person sees or has a kid less, like every other weekend, then that other person is going to get more of that child support. So that's that's another piece that kind of plays, and the system plays against. Most of the time, it's the father plays against the father in that way. Of course. Why is that? Uh, it's the way of, you know, the way of the land. Everybody say it's a man's world, but it's starting to switch a little bit where, you know, we have to adapt to to the female's way of life. And 
the female part of thinking and all that. We, we have to do a switch because a lot of it is switching over to them, the Me Too movement and, and all that stuff. We have to watch what we say. We have to watch how we act in front of them. And You know, it's, it's a switch. It's not really a man's world anymore. At least I don't think. Right. I mean, it shouldn't be. It should just be a world. Correct. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how all that works because we never went through court. Everybody listening, I never went to court. We never did child custody. We worked all that out. If there was a support payment or whatever, I just said, if you need something, let me know. I got you. And I always take care of my kid. I buy him his clothes, his, you know, his food, his shoes, all that stuff. I take care of him. I have him 50% of the time pretty much. Um, so I don't really know how the court system works and I don't understand why it works the way it does because I know a lot of dudes that go in there who are really good dads and they get fucked. Yeah, I mean, we went to court. Uh, we both hired lawyers. We went to court and it was, we both played a lot of money for lawyers. And it was until we realized that all the money we're paying for these lawyers when we were outside the courtroom, we saw our lawyers laughing and talking to each other. Right. And we were like, what, what are we doing? How come we can't communicate, but we're spending thousands of dollars on these two guys, and they're sitting outside laughing and talking to each other outside? So that's after, at that moment, we said, okay, this is the last time we're going to spend all this money on lawyers. Last time we're going to go to court. That's crazy. Because it's true. Like, lawyers know each other. Yeah. And they, yeah. they form fucking relationships because they fucking deal with each, with each other, especially uh, family attorneys and shit. They deal with each other constantly because there's yeah. people fighting constantly. Yeah. I mean, the divorce rate is over 50%, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Uh, right now it is. Yeah, so. In California. I don't know about the U.S., but in California. <laughs> California is rough. I don't know how other other states are, but I know you had to go through mediation first, right? Um. Yes, you, ha- you, no, you just have to something. schedule the appointment. You just have to schedule the mediation appointment and then get your court date. Uh, and then after your court date, you go to mediation and then back to court. It's a whole drawn out process, but we decided to, on our mediation day, we decided to settle everything at mediation. We didn't have to go back to court. We were trying to be civil from that point on. Good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how it works in every other state, but in California, if you're listening and you think about moving to California, you got a rocky relationship. You're gonna get, you're gonna drag each other through the court system for six months to a year. Yeah, at least, at least. And yeah. like I said, my my dude's been going through this custody bullshit for fucking years, years. So, um. Yeah, we have that mandatory mandatory mediation. You got to go. You got to talk to each other. You got to be nice. You got to play nice. And if you don't, you got to go to court. And uh, it's just a fucking battle from there. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, it, the, the system isn't, you know, they're not 100% over towards women, like I said earlier. It's they, they try to balance it out. Like, I know this one case where, this guy had history of abuse toward the the wife, but he still ended up getting partial custody of the kids. Now it was partial custody, something like twenty five percent, but at least you know it still showed that even though there was abuse history, he was still able to have some type of say in his kids' life and see his kids 
which is what should happen. You know, people, it's an unexcusable mistake. Like it will never be forgiven, but it was a mistake. Right. Um, I'm not going to say an accident because you, <laughs> that's not really yeah. an accident. Unless you, yeah, you're drunk and you fell over and your yeah. fist landed on her chin. Yeah. Like in your sleep yeah. or something. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Oops. Yeah. But you know, it's still good to see that that person made that mistake as long as that person doesn't make that mistake again, that person still has some type of say in his kid's life. Now, for your friend that doesn't have that hasn't seen their daughter in the years, that's messed up. That has to be fixed, and that should be fixed sooner rather than later. Yeah, dude i don't I don't know the I don't know all the details of the situation, obviously, but yeah, man, he's fucked up over it, and I don't blame him. Um, Man, can you imagine not seeing your kid? Can you imagine not seeing Tutu for for two years? Never happened. See, (laughs) I can't imagine not seeing my daughter. Uh, Even when we, because I split, you know, 50-50 with my kids. And today I don't have them. And I was, I just woke up. I was like, damn, I missed the, the noise of them running around the house in the morning waking me up. Right. Yeah, I couldn't imagine, man. I was like that. I'm still like that, but I was really like that when this shit for uh when it first went down because i was i was basically with the kid every day you know what i mean yeah yeah um and i was working at night and i was going to school at night so during the day i was home if i was watching him or whatever when her parents were watching him uh so yeah that was tough so i can imagine a couple years and especially him like he's like hands-on you know what i mean like he's a hands-on dad so it's fucking rough Man. They gotta go through that shit. It's fucking crazy, dude. And yeah. it's all because it's it's all because some dumb fucking shit. I I can't really go into the story, but it was really fucking stupid. All right, yeah. So that's that should bring us into another subject. Is sometimes you know not being an adult or not adulting can lead to these rough situations that you get put in, where you can. Uh, pay for it you know like uh, not taking care of your credit or uh, do making mistakes and <clears throat> it costs you your kid for a year or two or cost you 20 percent of time with your kid because of, of you not adulting and, and growing up and adapting to life and and all of that stuff that's a good point too yeah doing dumb shit um yep yeah because man a lot of people you think about it, it's like when you turn I guess guys we don't really mature and I'm I can own up to this I didn't really think I was an adult till I was like 30 <laughs> you know probably right yeah yeah you know, I hit 30 and I was like okay it's time for me to um put my personal uh wants or my personal yeah my personal wants aside and now it's time for me to to adult it's time for me to take care of other people put their needs first and then once they're satisfied okay now i can whatever's left over i can work on me right and that's what adulting is man you gotta put aside whether it's going to work you're putting aside whatever you want to do to go to work to put some money in somebody else's pocket and then but doing that gives you a paycheck and allows you to take care of your family true i didn't become an adult till i was like in my 30s too (laughs) 
that's that's the way we guys do, man. We man. We try to ride that that twenty wave as long as we can. Right. The thing is, like you, you already don't mature. Your brain isn't completely mature right until you're like twenty eight. Yeah, you're like in your late twenties, which is why they're making an argument for life sentences for people under that age because they're not fully developed. Like they still act on emotion. Yeah, basically. But I, you know, I call I call it. Um, the ability to reflect, you know, like, and also it's this experience too, but you're able to project what this action is going to cause a reaction. Is it going to be negative or positive? The older you get, the more you're able to do that. Right. You know, and you, you guys, a lot of us, we, we experience things and we also experience like the negative. So we have to do it wrong first before we can figure out how to do it right. Right. And we, uh, we ladies, do a lot of wrong shit. <laughs> ladies, when you say, and I, I, I get the, uh, I get the equality thing. I, I totally get it. But when you say you want things that men have, be careful because no, you don't <laughs> because Explain. we go through, we go through a lot of shit that women don't necessarily go through or on a different level. You know what I mean? Like some women worry about going out and being assaulted. Of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a big concern. Yeah. Um, men also worry about that, but on a different level, we're not, I mean, we're not worried about obviously like a dude approaching us and raping us. I hope right? not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you are, you might be somewhere you're not supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, but in all seriousness, like men, also, any day you could just walk out of the house and get shot or yeah. stabbed or get the shit beat out of them. Or so, rob like like Busybone. Like Busybone. Yeah. Like Busybone was talking about being robbed just in a fucking hotel. And he was sleeping and they were beating the shit out of him while he was sleeping. Did you get to yeah. that part? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he, so, he woke up because he felt he was being choked. Yeah. So my point in saying that is like women should just want to be women and men should just want to be men. And we should all agree that this is our world together. And being a man isn't necessarily easier. Being a woman isn't necessarily easier. Everybody yeah. has their shit that they got to go through, especially when they're adults that the other side doesn't really see. And that, crosses over into your mental space as well yeah like dudes have different uh what's it called um what word am i looking for here like thoughts or uh pressures oh yeah we have different pressures we all have pressure but we have different pressures that mm -hmm. i don't think women necessarily realize um just like we don't realize theirs yeah and and that's 100 i wish a lot of people shared this sentiment you know where the world's big enough for us to both be all worlds and just go right down the middle and stay in your lane and do what you have to do um you know women have that woman power movement and they just sh you know purely focus on what they're not getting versus men and then there's men who retaliate and hate women who do that. And then they retaliate back and all this hate goes back and forth. 
man, it's just too much energy spent on hate. Right. Like, just put that all that negative energy that you're throwing into that bowl, like put it put it into somewhere else, man. Put it put it somewhere else and somewhere else positive. Just a, like a woman power movement and even some black power movements, there it's negative energy. You know, it's just, it's doing nothing but creating negative energy, and people are feeding into that negative energy. Just put it somewhere else. Yeah, I think a lot of that energy comes from people who don't agree. And that's, it's, I think it's that simple, especially with like, yeah. like you're saying, like women's movements, black power movements, black lives matter movement. It comes from not really understanding. And you're also going to have some assholes in each group. Oh, it's, it's, and no matter what group it is, there's an asshole in everyone. And, it, and those, what we call like outliers, those are the outliers in those groups that make the group sound bad. Right, you and the problem I mean? with them is they're the loudest. Yeah, they are for the most part. You know, like the 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 men ain't shit women. Um, yeah, they scream at the loudest. I don't need men. Men are men ain't shit. Men ain't, men are fucked up. Blah blah. We're not yeah. all like that, ladies. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you know, a, a woman who who say that, and there's men. Men wouldn't say all oh, women ain't shit, but. You know, no, I'll take that back. There, there is men who say that, but it's the choices that they made that led them to believe that. Like, if you were attracted to a guy with a certain type of, you know, per, you know, personal traits, like um, I wouldn't say music, but like smoking, drinking. Uh, flashing money, the way they were, right. the, where they wear their clothes and all that. If that's what attracted you to him, wh- what did you think was going to happen? Versus, exactly. okay, instead of dating a well-dressed person, a well-spoken person, someone with a good job and, and how they treat their mom and things like that. Right. And that's a good fucking point, man. Hey, I, I, I've known people, <laughs> they go fuck around and this is going back to the kids. We'll fuck <laughs> around, meet somebody uh-huh. um, at a bar or a club, and go fuck around, have a kid, either right then or you know later. Yeah. Um, fuck around and have a kid, and then one leaves the other, and um, oh, you know what? You can't see your kid. You're a fucking alcoholic. Where the <laughs> fuck? Like, did you meet this person? Like, what right. did you think this person, you saw this person at the bar, the same bar, every right. Friday night, every Sunday night, every Tuesday night, whatever it was. I've known people like this too. Oh, oh, I had to leave him. He's a fucking alcoholic. You met him at a fucking bar. Yeah, like, what did you, what did you expect? Like, yeah, like, you know, if you met a dude at a buffet and then you're like, oh, you're fat. <laughs> but you met him at a buffet though not only like, that you kept seeing this per- no here's the thing that's probably not the first time they met at the bar like or seen each other at the bar right so all right if if he's an alcoholic what does that make you and then what does that say about you for sleeping with that person unprotected there you go and round and round we go <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes, and this is how problems start, people. Yeah, sometimes you got to look in the mirror. I mean, it's it's a hard thing to do. Looking in the mirror is a hard thing to do. Realizing that you're part of the problem, I'm part of the problem. And I'm 38. 
and I haven't, I didn't start doing that till I was about 34, 35, looking in the mirror and realizing what I'm doing wrong. Same. And that makes you such a better person, man. When you can look in the mirror and say, I'm doing this wrong. I need to work on me. And you can tell the people who do that when you look on social, <laughs> you look on social media, you can 100% without a doubt tell the people who can look in the mirror and own up to things. Of course. Yeah, I argue with people all the time who can't do that. Um, I remember one specific time, I think it was after we moved up here, and I, I got into it with my wife, and I literally got up in the morning and looked at myself in the fucking mirror in the mirror and was like, fuck you, Ryan. Seriously. Yeah. And from that point on, it was just like, okay, so every day I wake up in the mirror, look at myself. Did I just say I wake up in the mirror? No. You might have. Wake That's up okay. and look at the mirror. And yeah, I have a little pep talk in my head with myself before yeah, I leave the good. house every fucking day. People should do this. It's called adulting. You know, I, I tell my kid, my son to do that. Ever since um, my son's nine, when he was six, he, he came to me and he said, Dad, what? Um, who do I go to for help if the police are killing black people? He came to me and said that when I was six. I don't remember what I said at the time, but I was telling him, you know, uh, your family will always protect you. You know, you know, I don't put people around you that that are, that are going to harm you, you know, and not all police are bad. You know, I was I was telling him something like that. But we looked in the mirror and I said, you have to be the best person you can be. So if the police ever do stop you. They know that I'm a good person regardless of color. And and he I try to remind him to do it, you know, every day look in the mirror and say, um, today I'm gonna be a positive black person, or today I'm gonna be a positive person. So I have him say that almost every day in the mirror. And and then sometimes when he acts up and I'm looking at him, I was like, What's our mantra? What do we say? He said, I'm gonna be a positive person, I'm gonna be positive. And then that turns him around. That's crazy. It's crazy that we have to even do that. It you know is. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, uh, I don't think Dominic is, well, obviously he's not black. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh <but> shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't think he has, he hasn't grasped that side of life yet. And I don't know how to teach him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't deal with it. Yeah, I deal with it in a different way. I've dealt with it in a different way, but it well, wasn't because you, I was Ryan, black. You, you're doing what you're doing is showing him by example. Like you have friends of all races come over to your house, you go to their Fact. house, you bring you bring him with you. You're showing him that color doesn't matter to you, and, and you're not saying it because you don't have to say it because you're living it, and right. that's what it takes. You know, like but, when yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, how, because he, the police brutality type shit, like, he hasn't dealt with, he's never, he might have to deal with it, you never know. Yeah. But he's not going to know it based on skin tone, so I don't, I haven't had to have that talk with him yet about, like, I do show him, but, you know what I mean? Like, I can't talk to him about racial issues, because I don't think he quite understands it yet. I yeah. tried to explain it to him once because 
he does get picked on at school and he goes to a predominantly Hispanic school and some kids do pick on him. And I'm like, it might be because you're white, but it sounds weird and he doesn't get it. You know well, what I mean? Yeah. And that's what, you know, you could use that as a good opportunity to bring it up. Like people are assholes. Oh, I you have know, parents are assholes, which means their kids are going to be assholes. So, you know, people are going to pick on you for being different. And right now, you're being white is different. It's no, not working I, for you at, at, yeah, <laughs> at that point. You know, we, we don't have right privilege, Dominic. <laughs> right. And I'm not I'm not saying that um I'm not saying that all the kids at his school are, are dicks, but he, on a couple of occasions he's like, he, I'm not being treated fairly. And I'm like, it might be because you're not like them. Like, and I did explain to him kids at your school act the way that their parents act at home. That's 100% true. That's so that's where a lot of uh, races, you know, are, are born or oh, raised. Yeah. I should say they're not no born. One is, no raised. one's born racist. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep, I've seen that plenty of times. It's yep. like, wow, and how are you still here? <laughs> People let you walk around this place? <laughs> yep, yep. And it's, you know, uh, I don't want to make it all uh, about race and everything this episode, but I, I, in some cases I see it changing. In some cases I don't see it changing. I see like, what what are we doing? Are we taking one step forward, three steps back? But you know, um, as as soon as you could teach your kid how to not look at color like you're doing, you know, like with black kids, it's kind of hard, depending on where you're growing up and what school they're going to and what races the school are at and what what have you. Right. But as soon as you can show them a good example of color doesn't matter that's when the world's going to change. Like it isn't going to happen overnight. It's a generational thing, which takes time. Right. Yeah. That's a fact too. And yep. I, I think we're doing all right. You, um, um, I mean, we did have a black president for two terms. That did, did happen. We did, but they were too young to remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like they know about it. Dominic knows about it. Um, but. You know what's weird? Maybe it's because we're in California, but uh, when Trump, for, or maybe his first two years, Jaden kept having all these jokes like, you're stupid like Trump or Trump dumb or, or something. <laughs> like for, it happened all the time. Like, where are you learning this from? And it was just at school. All the kids, were, I guess, were saying it at school. It's just weird. Right, at school because of their parents. So Dominic did the same thing when we were still living right after Trump got elected, um, he came and he was like, I hate Donald Trump. And I was like, that's kind of strong language for a kid yeah. your age. Cause at that yeah. point it was what well, he was probably six and a half or seven. Yeah. Um, so I was like, why do you hate? Now I'm not the type of person to argue with people. If you don't like Donald Trump. Okay. That's cool. But why? And I tell adults this too. You don't have to make anything up about Trump. Like if you don't like him, he gives you plenty of reasons not to. A lot of people <laughs> make shit up. Yeah. I've noticed. But so I asked Dom, I'm like, why do you hate Trump? And he's like, I don't know. 
Yeah. Like, well, you're hearing that from school and they're, you know, the kids are learning it from their parents. And that's the problem. We got to, we, we have to stop indoctrinating our kids and let them think. And I get it because, you know, I think the dude's a jackass. But at the same yeah. time, I'm not going to tell my 10 year old son that the dude is a jackass. Yeah. Politics are not for kids. <laughs> yeah. You know, what I mean? you know what I mean? Yeah, it's not. And I, you know, when he said it, I laughed, of course. You know, it was funny, but I just wanted to know where he's getting getting it from. And he never could really give an example on why he didn't like like Trump or why he doesn't like Trump. Um but it's clear that these kids are seeing that Maybe he's not a good role model, but he, he did boost the economy, but there's other stuff involved that why people don't like him or whatnot. Maybe we shouldn't get right. into it right now, but I, I just think the role model piece is probably a big piece of why kids were doing <laughs> or saying what they were saying about, about Trump when he first got elected. But, you know, it it just goes back to the parents again. We could do a, we could do an entire episode and, re- yeah, and we could. break down this presidency yeah we could yeah no problem um but yeah that's the one thing i think we need to stop fucking indoctrinating our kids and teaching them that one way is right and one way is wrong when it's not when it's not necessarily either one now one thing that i do i'm guilty of 100 percent of persuading my kid is in sports (laughs) but anything other than sports i try to let him have his own opinion but in sports, he has to love the team that I like, or that, he has to sleep outside. That's dad stuff. That's dad stuff. I remember one day Dom came. He's like, "I want a Dodger hat," and I was like, oh. "Get the fuck out!" I, 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 I said, "Get the fuck out of my house." Oh, and he's like, "That's rude." Me. Was that for me or from from Jaden or something? I have no idea. No, because I think his cousin is a Dodger fan. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, because he's like Jordan has a Dodger hat. I was like, "Look, get the fuck out of my house." <laughs> See, that's the one. And, and he and said it, it's okay to, to be biased on sports you know it's it's, it's it okay is. he said that's rude i was like so is liking the dodgers in my house <laughs> Get the fuck out yeah <laughs> i remember but, uh my son he, he went through a phase is because of my dad my dad you know we grew up laker fans growing up in la and then my dad moved up here he started watching you know, the Lakers went on live TV. He wasn't living with me at the time, but I had this, I bought the sports package so I can watch the Lakers, but he didn't have it. So he was watching, always watching the Warriors. So he became a little bit of a fan. So my son picked up on that a little bit and had like a, one of the shirt. I was like, Oh hell no. You could wear that where you go to your grandma and grandpa's house. But when you come in this house, you taking that right off. <laughs> but it took me a good, six months to get get him out of that warrior crap and get him back into Lakers <laughs> stuff. <laughs> man, dude, those warriors, man, they have an effect on people. Dom did the same shit. He's yeah. like, he has warrior shit up to ass. I don't think he's ever watched a warrior game. Yeah. Legit. Like, I remember one day I was like, hey, can you come watch the game with me? He's like, no, I'm good. I'd <laughs> <laughs> rather play GTA. <laughs> He's like, I love Steph Curry. I was like, what do you know about Steph Curry? He plays for the Warriors. Okay. <laughs> well, I like Michael Jordan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's Jesus yeah. Christ. 
But yeah, man. But yeah, other than that, outside of that, I think that's a big problem. Not not indoctrinating your kids for sports. That's great. I think we should all do it. Yep. And um, I think I think you should be a fan of a team that's in your region. In your region, you know what I mean. We yeah. have, a, dude. We have a lot of Dodger fans in SAC, bro. Really, a lot. Well, dude. SAC is a what do you call it? Um, like a travel town. Like nobody is from Sacramento. Like they weren't Fact. born in Sacramento. So I can see that, bro. You know, a lot of people so migrate out there. So <laughs> you know, I, I could kind of understand that a little bit, especially there. Dude, we have the we have the we have the San Francisco Farm Club here. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you guys can't. don't you guys have the A's over there too? No, we got the River Cats. Oh, we that's right. Yeah, the River Cats. We yeah. used to have Fresno. Yeah. And I and we gave Fresno up, and we have the River Cats now. Yeah. Which is a beautiful thing. But all oh, the fucking Dodger blew out here during baseball season. I haven't seen it because baseball has, hasn't been on. So it's good. But, you know, it's it's because we're in California, so that's one. It's still kind of local-ish, right? No, it's not. <laughs> it's California, man. <laughs> Southern California, Northern California, there's no line in between to separate. It's the same state. No, so. it's not. <laughs> For those who are listening, don't listen to Brian. California is two states. No, it's not. It's actually it's... three states. You have Northern California, Southern California, and then the fucking rest of California. And then the rest, like you have the farmland. Farmland. <laughs> no water. <laughs> yeah. So I can understand it, you know, and it's always who's doing better at the time, right? Except for Laker fans. Laker fans, Lakers is one of the best franchises in sports. It's kind of like um, uh, the Patriots or the the Bulls. No matter how they're doing, their their fans are going to be there no matter what. Oh, for sure. But as far as the Giants and the Dodgers, it flips. Who's doing Dude. better? Okay, I'm going to put on this hat today. Bro, I remember going to Candlestick Park in the 80s and 90s, dude, and it being fucking empty, dude. Yeah. It would be fucking like a thousand people in in candlestick. Have you ever been to Candlestick before? I, they... I have once, and I promised I would never go again. Cold as fuck. It was way too cold. I didn't understand how baseball can even be played. I still don't know how Barry Bonds <laughs> hit so many home runs there. I never would understand it. Dude, I don't know, dude. That the wind used to come into that bowl, dude, and just knock you down. <laughs> but yeah. you used to go out there, bro, and when they were not winning, I swear to God, Candlestick was empty. That big ass stadium, no people. It was insane. And now, and and then they came to uh, where they're at now, and it started to pick up a little bit, probably because of where it was. But it's still yeah, in the location. water, so it's still cold as shit. Yeah, but it's open. It's nice. And then yeah. they started winning, and now you have what you have. Yeah, winning. I can't wait location. for the baseball to start again because I want to go because they haven't been winning, and I know I can get tickets. <laughs> well, the thing is, they probably won't continue to win for a while. They don't have anybody on that team worth uh, noting. I, I blame Zadie. I really yeah. do. Yeah, y'all sent him over to fuck us up. Yeah, it was an inside job. For sure, dude. Anyone who doesn't <laughs> believe that is full of shit. I I was I think we had that conversation on Facebook, but yeah, it's definitely it was a weird thing to happen, and the way that he's not 
It's a lack of action. Right. It's not like he's doing anything wrong. He's just not doing anything. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, are you going to pick this guy? He's like, no, I'm just going to let him go. Yeah. Gonna- oh, but we're going to, we're going to get somebody out of retirement though, to sell some tickets. That That's what we're going to do. Right. Yeah. yeah. We're going to, uh, we're going to sign Will Clark. Yeah. Uh, to catch. <laughs> <laughs> what was that guy? Was it, it's been so long since sports been off, been on, man, I, I'm losing it. Was it, is it Pence that came back? He did. Yeah. Yeah. No one else came back, but he did. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got belt. Um, we still have. Posey, I still obviously. stand by the statement. Brandon belt is the most unathletic looking athlete I've ever seen in my life. Bro, it's the long ass torso, dude. Even uh, Sandoval and Pop, Big Poppy l- looks a little bit more athletic than Brandon Belt. Dude, Sandoval can run his ass off. He looks like a roly poly when he does it. Yeah, and the way he when he's playing third base, <laughs> that big dude can play some third base. He can. Yeah. Yes, he can. Oh, listen to this. It's Jamba Juice time. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, uh, Brandon Belt. He's a good walker. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Like that's what? what he does. He gets walks at dude. That, that dude that. draws walks. That's why he, he. Yes, he draws walks. That's funny. Google it. He that's he funny. draws walks, or he hits the crap out of the ball. Yeah, but he doesn't. He's not a base hit hitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he draws walks. He knows. He has a good eye. And he's a good first baseman. But other than that, yeah, he doesn't run very fast. And he looks awkward as fuck when he's in the outfield. Yeah. It, the most athletic person that I've ever seen run, you guys have to look this up on YouTube. It's Rich Hill, the pitcher for the Dodgers. Look at him run the first base. He's a pitcher, so it's not often. You know, I, I give him that. And he always played in, in the um, American League. So he didn't have to bat, but now he's in the National League team on the Dodgers. So he's everybody's seeing him run for the first time, and oh my God, it's terrible. It's like Pretty. watching your your unathletic five year old son playing t ball running the wrong way on the bases. That's like <laughs> I'm gonna just go out on a limb here and say that's just the Dodgers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. God damn. Gonna- hey, you know what? Do the Dodgers choke more than I do when I'm eating chips? <laughs> And croutons at the same time. <laughs> no, uh, it's, yeah, choke job, and it's, oh, but I don't want to get into it, but I think this year, hopefully when baseball comes back to some capacity, I think a lot of games are going to be played in Florida, unfortunately, uh, for them to get back without fans and all that stuff. Um, but I'm excited for it to come back. I'm excited to see it, because I need something else to do, something else to watch, goddammit. I'm tired of turning on Netflix. Dude, they they could play baseball on TV without anybody in the crowd. I'll watch it. Yeah, it'll be the same. It'll be fucked up, but that's how they, that's how basketball is coming back. Basketball, um, they're opening up this weekend. Is when the, the the their camps and their training camps are opening back up. Their training facilities are opening back up, and they're gonna put in a plan to play without fans. But they're deciding if they're gonna go in one place. Um, actually, in Florida. And they're saying Disney World is going to do something with hotels to host all the athletes. 
So it might be like tournament style in a different state where all the, the teams play in one place. That's weird. You know what's yeah. going to be dope, though, is you're going to be able to hear everything they're saying. <laughs> yeah, you are. That's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, you are. I don't even think they realize it yet. But, man, I need to watch something. But I was even watching, they had the horse. The NBA players played horse on Zoom outside. I watched that. <laughs> horse? Yeah. So they each, so they each, you know, basketball players, NBA players, they have their own basketball court at home, obviously. So they'll put the, the phone down or their iPad, like on a ladder, so you can see them shooting the shot. Like, okay, do this shot. I made it. And then the other person will mimic that shot. It was stupid. But it was basketball. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought I was bad. I was watching fucking cornhole on TV. <laughs> Dude, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> what fucking white ass redneck said, let's make a cornhole a professional sport. Hey, the, but one thing they didn't have to worry about <laughs> is the crowd because nobody would come see that shit anyway. <laughs> Speaking of cornhole, <laughs> if you ever just watch midget porn, bro. If you want to watch something different. <laughs> what? Is that rude? I swear you have a thing for midgets. Bro, I like little people. I swear you I can't have call a thing them midgets, midgets because that's racist or something, but It is? I don't not racist, but something. It's it's different. Yes, there's the def, there's definitely an ism attached to midget. Oh. I like little people. I do. I enjoy their company. Do you know dude, when they come person? into my when they come into my work, dude, I like I smile hella big. Really? <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not making this up. You have a fetish for little people. I don't have a fetish. I just like them. I enjoy their company. <laughs> <laughs> and on another episode, we will be getting into things that fascinate Ryan. And you're gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?" Anyway, that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. I appreciate you all. Um, go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And we'll see you next time. Enjoy yourself. This is live.